0: And welcome to Station Adjacent, a podcast at the intersection of analog and digital productivity. I'm Justin Twyford and joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Stu Lennon.
1: Hey, Stu. How's the med today? It's all right. It's okay. I mean, I have to say the sky carries a threat of rain, but we haven't seen any water for oh, quite a week or two. Uh, it's quite warm. Um, although it's evening time for me now, so it's cooling off. But we were at 16, 17 degrees up here at altitude. I think uh, Mrs. L had circa 20 degrees down on the coast. So, yeah, spring is coming early for us, it would seem. What about tropical Canada? Mm. Well,
0: we're back into winter with a with a uh, punch, I would say. Uh, it's minus nine degrees Celsius burr. currently, which is burr. Uh, I took Coco out yesterday at minus 10. She walked about three steps out onto the grass, did her business, and then came running back into the door. So if it's too cold for the dog that has a fur coat, you know it's cold. Mm. Hopefully this is just for a week or so. March is coming up soon, and uh, at some
1: point things should warm up, I hope. How's Spicy doing? Oh, oh, well, I've got some detailed um, um, follow-up there for for the veterinary amongst us, because I'm sure there are some. Uh, some mineralization L5 to L6 and a mild disc protrusion at T12, T13, which is associated with subarachnoid obliteration ventrally and negligible compression, uh, which is nice. Um, and no, I don't know what it means either. Uh, the diagnosis is a mm, bit of a bad back and she's got to have crate rest which well she's not very good at that um partly because the crate is now the home of the foster dog so um she she's she's taking a sort of cocoa lifestyle tip or two and and getting carried upstairs uh she's she won't wait for me to go downstairs she's decided she could do that on her own but um at least jumping up she doesn't do and climbing stairs she doesn't do and hopefully with the with the pain medication uh it will gradually get a little bit better uh but the the vet keeps looking at me very sternly and says you must give great rest I'm like, oh, I'm, i can't really anyway um so yeah delighted absolutely delighted um feeling feeling a bit better about the outlook <laughs> uh, and also another little bit of follow-up i have to say been catching up on beyond your front door mm. uh very good life in a what do you call what do you call one of those an rv not quite is it an rv trailer truck camper a truck camper um yeah very exciting yeah. who knew justin twyford video guru well i wouldn't go that
0: far but uh, we're having fun gives us a reason to get out and uh get out beyond
1: my front door Hey,
0: there you go. Hey, can title, you there.
1: like? Boom, boom. Uh, uh, smash the like button and subscribe. You see, oh, yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. Mm. Yeah. Jeez, I got to get you on there because you're better at that than I am. No, thank you very much. Uh, it's,
0: it's all good fun. Uh, I'm glad Spice is doing well. I didn't think she was over 50 and uh, having a bad back like the rest of us. But, you know, I guess it happens to the younger people
1: once in a while, too. I have to say my wife had me in tears of laughter yesterday when, when uh, because Spice also has, shall we say, some slightly obsessional tendencies. So um, she, we have, uh, I suppose, dog-friendly uh, covers on the sofas upstairs where they sit and watch TV with us. And Spice was, was just, she sometimes takes to lying on one and just licking it repeatedly. Oh, hello, Coco. Okay, which, which is essentially is, is obsessive-compulsive disorder in a very mild form, apparently. Um, but, but Margaret turned around to me and said, it's almost like she's from my womb. She's got OCD and a bad back. I couldn't help but laugh just a tiny bit. hmm ah, You
0: know, they're, they're the fur babies, right? That's it. All right, Stew. Stu. What have we got for a tool of the week?
1: A uh, tool of the week? Uh, well, just, I suppose not really a tool, more an example of uh, top-level, high-class, experienced procrastination. So I wasn't quite sure what to write the other day for the blog. So uh, what I tend to do when I feel like that is um, open up the writing app, still using paper, um, and, and just type away and and see what comes out uh, and somehow i got from there within about 5 minutes to uh getting all of my keyboards out of the drawer and plugging them in and playing with them and deciding that i definitely needed to be using a different keyboard i i've got no idea why i do these things but I mean, it was a good way of killing it a couple of hours and by the time i sort of got back to the task in hand well it was time to go and cook so uh, <clears throat> Yes, procrastination, a dangerous, dangerous thing. Now,
0: as a interested party in this, mostly because I edit the podcast, what are we typing with today, Stu?
1: Uh, Well, the good news, if you're a podcast editor, is that Apple has introduced a thing called Touch ID for the Mac. So if you have one of the new Macs or newer Macs and one of the new keyboards, it has a little Touch ID button, which comes up every time you want to make a payment or uh, enter a password. It, you know, it, it's a handy little thing to have, so much so that I would feel very sort of under-equipped without it. So that means that the Apple keyboard remains on the desk. I haven't quite got to the stage of sort of taping it or Velcroing it underneath the desk, which is what uh, all, the, all the podcasters of the internet do apparently. Um, so I have that on my desk and a mechanical keyboard. Um, and part of the reason for leaving it on my desk was I thought, I fear that if I start using that keyboard, um, During a podcast, Justin may eat me to death. So I have my little Apple keyboard and my little mechanical, and I just sort of swap them over from prime position. There you are. You're relieved. I can tell.
0: Thank you. I I don't have to go on that ten minute rant this week. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. And what was your tool of the week? Mine was actually a day of rest. Uh, Oh, we had a long weekend this weekend. Uh, It's a thing in Canada. One of these made-up days, they call it Family Day, just so we can have a day off in February, which meant that I crashed pretty much for the day. I didn't do much exciting stuff. I was mostly unproductive, uh, which was very nice. It was quiet and um, you know just a day of rest, and I think I needed it. So sometimes, just taking that extra day is sometimes
1: what you need. It was lovely. Absolutely. Well, if your intention was to to rest and do nothing, then crashing for the day is a productive use of that day because you did what you intended to do. Well, I'm not sure it was my intention. It was just the way the day worked out.
0: I didn't have any particular plans and I honestly couldn't be asked to do half the things that I thought I probably should do. So I edited the podcast, so I wasn't completely
1: unproductive, but just kind of had a quiet day and felt good for it. My wife has a great, great one for that. Um, the, she started using, around uh, about the time I went on Camino, she would, she, whenever I spoke to her, she would say, now, listen to your body. So I think what you've done is you've listened to your body, Justin. Your body was saying, hey, bud, let's just chill. And so you did. Excellent work. Mm-hmm. I thought so too. What are you writing with? What am I writing with? Well, I've still got my Churn Pocket 6, um, which is, you know, a big nib in a tiny package i'm quite enjoying that um and i that sounds so bad <laughs> a big nib in a tiny package yes well you can imagine the sort of voice service. have you been using chat chat
0: gpdt to uh come up with your titles again
1: no not as yet but um, i am tempted i'm just aware that i'll probably disappear down that rabbit hole for hours um i finished my uh sailor 1911 so i thought oh i need something bright um, and whenever I think that, I tend to reach for my Pelican M600, vibrant orange, uh, and I filled it with my sort of stock ink, my diamine blue black, um, and yeah, lovely Pelican. It's for me Pelican and Sailor are the sort of uh, the reliable end of of each spectrum. If I want a European nib that I know is going to be excellent and work, it's Pelican. If I want a Japanese nib that I know is going to suit me and work, It's sailor. That just seems to be how it works out for me. I inked up something new this week. Go on, tell me.
0: The the fun part was, you know, A, I'm either getting old or B, I have too many pens. Uh, This is a small maker pen and I could not for the life of me remember who actually made the pen. Mm -hmm. It was some guy that was making pens years ago that I bought off. Instagram messages with a uh, a pay, secret PayPal code, and it was it was one of those really sketchy kind of deals. I'm not sure even if the guys are around anymore that uh, made it. It's a uh, Bone Crusher Studios, mm. which is out of the U.S. I'm not sure they're still there anymore. Uh, it's a cigar shaped fountain pen in a Jonathan Brooks fire agate resin. Um, And I put in it uh, Diamond Celebration. So the Diamond Celebration is an orangey-pink sparkles. So this pen is sort of, well, it's kind of like a dark brownish with a little bit of red in it with sort of gold sprinkles throughout it, sort of the fire agate stuff. Um, It's really pretty. The nib is absolutely crap on it. It is a typical Jovo pick up uh, either you get a good one or you don't uh and so i had to spend about an hour fiddling and futzing with the nib to get it to write nicely but now that i do it's absolutely lovely it's very sparkly
1: i'm in a sparkly mood against you apparently well good to have you sparkling i like a bit of sparkle mm-hmm. very professional too so uh yeah this is a journaling <laughs> ink this is my auditing pen
0: yeah. oh yes this the sparkles will just go down really well uh, but no it's lovely absolutely lovely so there we go new pending i was i was happy this week because i got to say something new
1: cool i i was getting bored of my old stuff but um look at that i'll tell you what he's, he's a pro ladies and gentlemen he's a pro what are we going to talk about today justin let's talk about boredom see see what i did good lord Segway. what oh, a thought wow
0: I could could almost make a profession of this podcasting thing. Um, So this topic is actually inspired by the amazing and wonderful Mrs. T. Um, We went camping by the lake the other day, and while we were getting organized and loading up the camper, I realized that we have differences in how we approach things. Uh, My wife... Wants to pack some games. She had downloaded movies that we could watch on her iPad. Uh, She had packed a Bluetooth speaker for music. Now, just for the record, we have a TV and we have a Bluetooth stereo system in the truck camper. So these were perhaps a little excessive, but she wanted to make sure she had content. Hmm. And she was pretty proud of herself for having all this stuff, you know, things to do. I wanted to sit quietly, watch the campfire, and just enjoy being out in nature in the moment. I kind of enjoy going out and allowing myself to be bored and alone with my thoughts because having that time to sit for me really helps my mind get clarity. It just uh, is a good thing for me. And I thought about this in terms of, is it me? Is it, is it my wife? And then I thought about how people are, you know, you stand in line at a grocery store and everybody's got a phone in their hands, scrolling and checking something while they're waiting. And I realized that boredom for a lot of people, not everybody has become a little more elusive. And so I wanted to bring this up as a topic and see what Stu's thoughts on it. Stu, do you enjoy being bored or do you like to keep yourself busy?
1: Um, I think I'm as guilty as everyone of, um, of buying into uh, the, the dream, if you like, or the, the illusion of constant productivity. So, oh, look, you know, I've got, I've got 10 minutes here. I can just nip in and read this or I can just check out these newsletters, or, um, you know, I can go onto social media and see what's happening. Um, I can see what everybody thinks of artificial intelligence, which everybody seems to be talking about at the moment. Um, You know, no wasted time for me. So, and as you say, you see that everywhere now. Um, You know, any queue of any form, there are people on their phones just being productive, presumably. And whenever I would get into the car to go anywhere, I would put on a podcast. Um, if I was on my own, I wouldn't risk it with, with Mrs. Lennon, but um, <laughs> I would, I'd put on a podcast so that I could keep abreast of all the things that I was following and, uh, you know, know, exactly what everybody thinks about everything. And um, uh, yeah, I, I i agree with you. i am I sort of avoided boredom. So when I get, on a flight or if i'm flying somewhere i will load up the ipad with probably a season of something um you know if if there's an apple tv thing i want to watch or um i'll I'll download it there so i know okay i've got a five hour flight there i've got a five hour flight back i'll probably get it knocked off that's perfect um just because you know while i'm on the plane i might as well be doing it and okay i've got my kindle just in case something comes off or kindle loaded on the ipad um and if i need to take some notes i've got a notebook and i i'm in fear of being sort of bereft of something to do mm. and i first started learning about this when i when i did camino one so um For those who don't know, the Camino de Santiago is a long walk across Spain. A couple of friends and I are doing it in stages, so we're doing a sort of week a year until COVID came along. Um, And each day we will walk, let's say, thirty kilometers, and then we'll go and go and sleep somewhere overnight, and then do it again. We do that for a week, and then we fly home. Yay! Right. So that's the Camino. And when I was getting ready for the Camino, I thought, well, this is a great chance to be offline. I'm going to have a phone but it's going to be sort of in my pocket and I'm walking with friends, you know, I'm, I'm going to be with them and I'm on what is essentially a spiritual pilgrimage and I'm not the most spiritual of people, but um, even I thought sort of wandering along through the beautiful countryside of Northern Spain, looking at my phone would seem a bit wrong. Um, and so uh, I, I didn't preload anything. Um, I did something that I hadn't done in ages, which was, um, another thing about the community is you have to travel light because you're carrying everything. So um, you literally, in my case, I carry about five, six kilos, uh, which is not a lot. Um, But I went to uh, an airport bookshop and sort of had a little look through and I thought, okay, I'm going to have to carry this. So Tom Clancy, I'm sorry, you're out. It's not going to be that sort of airport fiction. I want something uh, thoughtful that's going to make me um, consider a, a classic, perhaps. Something that will help me think. Because mm. uh, it's, it's going to live in my cargo pants pocket or in my rucksack. It's, it may well not survive the trip. Um, but I'm going to take this opportunity to do something that I don't usually do. And what, have I, what did I take? I think I took um, breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, which is quite a short uh, novel. It's a really good novel. I, I, I recommend reading it. Um, and the next time, I think I took uh, Three Men in a Boat um, again. Really, really interesting. Um, but I kind of set myself up for. I'm not going to do any of this tech stuff. I'm just going to be chilled, and I did no reading at all on Camino. This was purely for the for the flights. Once I was on Camino. Um, you do spend great swathes of the day just walking, um, and you allow, um, you allow the, the atmosphere, the monotony, um, the whole experience just to sort of seep in through all of your senses. Uh, Of course, you talk to the people you're with, you talk to people that you meet, but, um, Certainly for, for my friends and I, we're, we're pretty good at not saying anything to each other for hours. Um, my wife marvels at it because um, my best friend Stu and I can literally be together for two hours, exchange 12 words, and think it was fun. Um, my, my wife does about 12 words a second. Um, and boredom, I think, it is important, but it's also, um, you used the word, I think, presence. Mm -hmm. it's being being in that moment and it's one of the reasons i think that i absolutely venerate the the camino and the occasion that it gives me to to be sort of separate to be different to go and do what i'm going to do with nothing else on my mind i don't check email i don't check anything on social media my phone is there for me to sort of touch base with mrs l and let her know that i'm alive um and that's it
0: lovely how how did that make you feel when you had that break i mean obviously you're a little outside of your normal environment when you're kind of planning for that uh, but was was the boredom i guess part of the pilgrimage uh, and more importantly how how did you come back into normal life and did you keep any of that Um, boredom that that uh, loneliness that that uh, time with your thoughts as a regular practice
1: from Camino uh yes um and then gradually slipped back um I think through COVID um so we walked last in 2019 um and that was our fourth um fourth of five um and the plan was to to finish the Camino in 2020 and. The plan, as yet unshared with um, spouses, was that we were going to do another one from 2021. And um, obviously that didn't happen. Well, not obviously. It didn't happen because of COVID lockdowns. Uh, It wouldn't have been very sensible to get on airplanes. Wouldn't have been very sensible to stay in hostels. And, uh, you know, the rules were changing so fast across Europe that uh, you could get to Spain and find that you weren't allowed to be out, which would have been somewhat difficult if you're trying to walk 30 kilometers a day so this year will be um camino five so that's you know we we t- took off 20 21 22 we have taken three years off uh and i've sort of slipped back into my old ways although over the last month two months i've been gradually rediscovering um presence and um what do they call infinity pools is um i'm gonna i'm gonna misquote who that's by It's the two guys from Google um talk about infinity pools oh i may I may need to look that up um but I'm off social media. we've spoken about that a couple of times I've been off for i, I would guess a month now, probably something like that uh I still um put together posts for Nero's notes. Uh, I use Buffer, so I don't actually go on to any of the services, and Buffer then drops uh, those those posts out every day. I don't do thousands of them, I just do a few. Um, and yeah, I don't miss it at all. In fact, I, I feel considerably better for not being on social media. Uh, I don't exist on Facebook, which has caused me one or two issues because um, some family members uh, who are not very IT savvy. They had just got their heads around using Facebook messenger and <laughs> now they can't find me on it. Um, but no, I, I'm delighted to be off that. I don't watch the TV news anymore. Uh, or very rarely. I may watch it by accident now and again. Um, and I suppose it's, um, CGP gray approach to, to news is that if anything really important, happens, somebody will let me know. Um, so, Oh, you know, oh yes. I, I vague. <laughs> yeah. I vaguely hear about earthquakes and things that have been in the area, but um, just trying to find, I, I see it as, a, as trying to find myself, trying to find my thoughts. I, I think there's no substitute for taking a significant lump of time, whether that be, you know, hour, two hours, an evening, an overnight, a weekend, as much as you can get really, to, to not be, constantly stimulated i i think that you you discover huge amounts of what you think which sounds really strange to say but i I think you know what i mean is is that your experience certainly i and you know i'm trying to go even
0: further than just you know my digital stuff sometimes i don't even want to sit with a notebook you know, I, I don't want to write anything. I just want to sit and, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I've got a couch I can sit on and look out and see the local mountains. And well, today I could watch the snow because yay, it's that kind of weather, but been able to go out and just sit and enjoy nature. Nature is a great thing. Whether you're going for a walk, uh, not maybe a 30 kilometer walk like stews, but just a regular nice walk in the mountains. Um, not having your headphones in, not having, you know, something to do, I just find is so liberating. And this is something, you know, I I kind of did it the Justin way of went and bought out say very, very expensive truck camper so that I can get away from everywhere and go into the backwoods where there's well, no cell phone service at all and uh, just sit quietly with myself uh, and get my thoughts together. But yeah, I completely agree with Stu. There's, there's a huge advantage to just getting some quiet time. Um, And it really is embracing boredom. Um, you know, because you know, the, even been around the house, there's always chores to do. Do you find that Stu? You've always got something to do. And if you don't, well, my wife will tell me that I have something to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's absolutely always a million and one demands upon your attention. Um, and you know, I, I'm on a sort of binge of this stuff at the moment where I'm rereading all of the books that um, that struck me um, on this subject. So Deep Work by Cal Newport is one, mm. um, where if you don't, uh, what am I reading at the moment? Essentialism by Greg and there you go um if if you don't make a choice of what you're going to do someone will make it for you and that someone may be your significant other um or it may be you know that little voice in in your head that says oh i need to service the boiler or i need to fix this or i need to make sure the truck is that or you know none of those things really apply to me because i don't do any of them i Totally impractical, but for me, they'll be like, oh, I need to sort that cupboard out, or I need to do this, or ah, yeah, I need to spend some time sorting out my computer directories. I mean, really, is that is that what I want on my on my tombstone? You know, he he achieved nothing, but his directories were very neat. um That's that's the stuff you have to guard against. I think. I heard a really good quote about uh, tombstones the other day. I thought I'd. Sure.
0: It, it really stuck with me. The most important thing is the dash. You know, the, if you go to a tombstone, <laughs> it was, it was, you know, born 1970, died 2000 and well, hopefully 2050 or something like that. There's a dash in between those. And that dash is really the most important. That's how you live. And that kind of struck me because You know, we, we focus on the end, the worry, the beginning, but that dash really is something that we, we need to think about. We need to think about how we live and that's probably getting a little beyond boredom, but certainly these are the weird thoughts you have thinking about dashes when you are bored and you don't have something to do and you, you can't distract yourself. Oh, it's crazy stuff do you have weird thoughts like that too Stu? when you're
1: when you're bored absolutely um i i've made you know several changes sort of but i'm i'm kind of executing at the moment so yeah we've, we've spoken about social media we've spoken about news um so on the way to golf uh, which is uh it's about a 25 minute drive for me 30 minutes maybe um i was i was very very strict about listening to a podcast listening there which a is not a great way to get in the mood for golf um and B, it's like, well, why am I doing this? What No, I don't know. I'm listening to some music. Because I um I felt when I was doing um 1857 more regularly with TJ, I would find myself every week going, Oh, uh, oh, listening, yeah, podcasts. Which ones? Usual ones. And I'd managed to get myself in this sort of trap where I wasn't actually hearing anything new because I was hearing the same people saying the same things. Um pretty much all the time and they're mostly tech podcasts as well so what am I doing tech I, I'm not in tech sure I like playing with Apple and I'm interested and you know that's great and as people may have heard last week sometimes I find that quite frustrating but why on earth would I spend time listening to other people talking about it all the time it's, yeah it doesn't make any sense um so I started listening to music And when I walk the dogs, which at the moment is really, really complex because I've got one that's not allowed to walk very far, Spice. Um, I've got Chicago that will walk miles if I can catch her um, to get a lead on her (laughs) there because she's still very shy. And then I've got Charlie who will go forever and doesn't care what happens as long as he's with me, that he's he's absolutely happy with life. So quite often I'll find myself walking Charlie um, for a good long walk in the morning. And then I'll come back and I'll manage to get hold of Chicago. Oh, right, okay, well, I'll take her then. And then I come back and say, oh, Spice looks very upset because she hasn't had a walk, so I have to take her on a mini walk. But during those times, guess what? I used to listen to podcasts. And again, I thought, okay, don't listen to podcasts, listen to some music. And then I thought, actually, why? why? Why listen to anything? There was a time, listeners probably won't remember it, When if you went out for a walk with the dogs, you had no option but to go for a walk with the dogs and listen to whatever was happening around you. Oh, come on,
0: Stu. You had your Sony Walkman with the little um, metal band and the big puffy earpieces. You had one of those. I know it.
1: Sure. But you and I were both old enough to remember when it came. (laughs) And I can remember the time before it coming. And, you know we would go out and walk. And, you know, I'm very fortunate in where I live in that, you know, for us now, it's not spring yet, but it's kind of coming. And I can hear birds singing. Um, there's not an enormous amount of traffic near me. And I walk up a path sort of into the Bondu. And I, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful privilege to be able to go and stroll in that, particularly with my weather. And so I'm like, do you know what? That's what I'm going to do. And I don't take the headphones anymore. And I I find that that, those times, partly, yes, my brain is working through tasks that are on my desk and things that I need to do, or at the moment, things that I'm thinking, do I need to do those at all? But also, as you say, it's where I consider the more important things about life, which are, okay, I'm 50-something now. The chances are it may happen but I'm probably not going to get to 100 and something. So however long I've got left in my dash, what am I going to do? And where do I want to be? Again, I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky in where I live and I have options and we have different possibilities in front of us. And these are the times that these things come up where I'm wandering along thinking, well, do I want to do that? Or do I want to do more of this or less of that? And I think it's very, very important. And I'm feeding myself at the moment by reading all those books that that I mentioned. So Essentialism, Greg McKeown. I'm just making work for myself in the show notes. But anyway, Essentialism by Greg McKeown, 4,000 Weeks, uh, which I know you didn't get on with particularly. Um, Deep Work, Cal Newport. Um, Margin by Roger Swanson. Um, How to Calm Your Mind, which is Chris Bailey, I think. all of these are books that I'm sort of going through thinking, okay, it's, it's midlife crisis-esque. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? Not because I'm particularly worried or upset, but because I think those are good questions to ask yourself, particularly if you find yourself doing things on autopilot, which I guess we all do. And what boredom does is it allows you to question that autopilot.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you find that the... The worst challenge for distraction and filling time is phones or are you like me and you can do anything to avoid being bored you know whatever that might be it's um, there's always something I can do, uh, how, do how do you avoid uh, sort of the distraction what do you do to make time
1: to be present with your own thoughts um, well, I'm, I'm thinking about it now, to be honest, I'm sort of, I'm not saying I'm struggling, I'm not, but I I am saying, okay, should I be, should I literally be putting something in the calendar? Saying, think, chill, boredom, um, yeah, be bored. Um, I think the answer for me is, um, uh, this sounds repetitive, I know, but I'm playing walking golf rather than buggy golf. And that involves quite a lot of sort of walking on my own, trying to find my ball, <laughs> wherever I've put it. <laughs> uh, but again, it's that I think nature is a, is a key component to this, for me at least, uh, walking with the dogs. Um, the other one that will start for me soon, and again, yes, I realize I could not say I'm more privileged if I tried, is I'll be swimming. Um, and that's a sort of, you know, it's a bit Camino-esque, it's a repetitive item that you just keep doing and doing and doing and doing and doing. Um, and that, that is quite boring. Swimming up and down a pool is, is quite boring. I mean, it's good for my, my health and fitness goals, but uh, it's boring. And it's making those occasions, I think, sort of setting my mind to it. And what I try and do in the office now is if I'm working on something and then my, my habit is to have a podcast on in the background, you so, say, okay, which are you doing? <laughs> you, you, are you writing this thing or doing that that task or are you listening to the podcast do one of them you can't do two of them uh so i'm i'm trying to guard against multitasking so as, as you would say if i'm going to the post office go to the post office <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to to listen to a book do it i can just go to the post office um and that, that's the simplest way for me i think is to try and um uh is to try not to multitask. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: hmm I completely agree. One of the neat things that uh, my new truck does not want to connect to my phone. And I tried it oh. the first day. It, it connects to make phone calls, but it doesn't. Okay. It tells me my library of music is too big. And it kind of says, <clears throat> um, largely because I think it's made by Microsoft, which says a lot. Uh, so, I tried the first day I got the truck to connect it and then I decided, you know what, I don't actually need music or podcasts when I'm driving. And just driving has been absolutely wonderful. It's one of those moments of creating time for myself to think or, you know, if uh, my wife is with me to, to talk to my wife, but to really be sort of present with my own thoughts while driving which is, you know, it's, it's not entirely boredom because you're, you're doing something, but getting out of that habit of always having something going. Um, I did, well, I, we've talked about it before, but I've got rid of pretty much everything on my phone. I don't have email. I don't have any social media on my phone. I got rid of all those things that became infinity pools. And, and let's face it for me, email, the temptation was there. If I don't have I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. Uh, well, what am I, I'm going to go see if there's any new messages for me. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very dangerous because all of a sudden, just that act of thinking about it, grabbing for your phone becomes a, a big thing. Same with podcasts. Oh, well, let's fill the time. Where's my AirPods? Plug, plug those in. Well, I'll do the Apple dance in, out, shake them all about, put them back in until they actually work. Right, let's not go there again. Let's <laughs> not go there again. We won't go there again. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, flashbacks, (laughs) flashbacks do flashbacks. Um, but you know, I, I, I went through and I purged a lot of like Stu, my tech podcast. I was listening to, in, in some cases, the same voices on different shows saying basically the same thing. And I got rid of all that. Um, I I've got a few carefully chosen podcasts. Um, weirdly, I have sort of times in my week, quite often when I've got routine tasks for work, for example, that I will put a podcast on in the background. Yep. And they, you know, I'm not listening to it 100%, but I'm kind of keeping up on my news that way uh, for the stuff that my wife doesn't tell me because I don't follow a lot of the other news. But yeah, it's it's really been quite amazing to me to make my phone well i'm recreating the old nokias the bricks that you could make a phone call on that's kind of where my phone is at the moment i've got a few things on there but it's uh, compared to most people pretty useless i go to bed most nights with my fancy new phone and i've got somewhere in the range of 85 to 90 percent battery life left just because I don't do anything on it, and I think that that has really helped my mindset, you know, my ability to put the phone down and and just leave it. Uh, yeah, even though, yes, I know I just started a YouTube channel, and well, that's a whole thing, but <laughs> we we will talk about that. But uh, if if Stu wants, um, that is something that I enjoy doing it's really not a big time consuming thing there's just you know as you're seeing things I take a little video of it you know I've got my phone there it doesn't take much uh, the big thing is it's probably added two or three hours a week for me to sit and edit it but that's fine I've got boredom in the other areas so I've created this space and this task I cut out some other a different podcast I was doing I've cut out some of the blog stuff I was doing so I've created time I've replaced one block of time with another, and that's fine. Um, my wife is involved in the project and I hate to say it. It is a fun thing to do as, as a couple. It's something we can do together. It gives us a reason to go out and and do something together. It's just been really enjoyable. So I, I, I know I'm certainly not always living that, but certainly trying to embrace boredom or have a reason for doing something which is not just mindlessly scrolling you know this is this is a choice that i'm making does that make sense too
1: absolutely yeah and i'm mean, gonna think I've, I've been through this to a certain extent where i uh, for a while um i changed to a dumb phone oh i remember that from 1857
0: you had two phones for a while
1: yeah, and it was um it's called punkt. Oh, more work for the show notes. Honestly, what am I doing to myself? Um, and it's it's like that little Nokia that you described. Um, it's the MP0 true I think. Oh, I probably have the zero one, but it's now um now the zero two. And it's a little phone that sends text messages, makes phone calls. Um, and But that's kind of about it, really. Um, It also makes a very nice sort of cooing sound, like a pigeon, uh, which is important, clearly.
0: Um, (laughs) I'm I'm assuming that's when
1: something happens. It just doesn't sit on your desk making cooing sounds. Yeah, yeah. You get a call, you get a little coo, and you turn it on, you get a coo. I mean, I think they did have other... um, uh, Ringtones as well. But yeah, it was very, very stripped down. And, you know, the joys of, um, you know, trying to make a phone call or send a text message the old fashioned way, um, that was like, mm, yeah, I, I just didn't send text messages. Somebody would send me a text message and I would just call them back and say, I'm not sending you a text. It's far too much like hard work, um, which in a way was good. But, um, you know, you do that to millennials and, and they would consider it some sort of assault. You called me. Well, yes. I thought it'd be easier than trying to type out a message really slowly. Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk to you. I just want a message. Okay. Um, and there's another one that I've put in the show notes that um, is it's called the Light Phone. Um, that's also on its second generation. Um, and it's got some, some taglines that, that you and I would be going, oh, yes, that's the stuff for us. Um, I'm just trying to find one of them now. Uh, it's got a very swish website, as you might expect. Oh, yes. Um, let's spend all the digital money on on, on, on this analog tool. Uh, but it has a sort of Kindle, Kindle-type screen, Ugh. Um, e-ink, um, oh. and one of its taglines is tools, not feeds. So um, you do have a lot more capability on the... On the light phone than you do on the punked. So it, you can load music onto it. Uh, you can get directions. You've got a calculator. Um, uh, you can send text messages with a little screen keyboardy thing. Um, uh, what else? It got? Anyway, go, I mean, go check it out if you're interested in this thing. But I look at this and go, yes, that is absolutely perfect for what I would like my phone used to be. But then I think, okay, but I still have to keep an iPhone at home so that I've got WhatsApp and I've got this and I've got that and the availability to do this and to do that. And you know, that that to me is indicative of how difficult it is to kick this stuff. So I'm in a WhatsApp group for, you know, some golfing buddies. And, you know, that's how everybody communicates about who's playing when, where, and all that sort of stuff. So it would be sort of slightly aggressive of me to say right okay can one of you losers phone me or text me with what's going on every now and again um and you know i'm sure i could find someone who would do it for me but it's just like "Mm, mm, okay that's a little bit inconvenient to use a phone like that um but as you said there's no reason you can't turn your smartphone into exactly the same thing just you just take off all the things that you don't want Mm -hmm. um but you, like me, I know, will look at a gadget and go, oh, there's a gadget that kind of, yeah, mm, yeah. And this is also one of those great sort of statements to the world. If you look at it, it's a very uh, it's a very small um, machine. It's it's instantly recognizable as not being a smartphone, which I think is probably part of its uh, sales appeal. Yeah, it looks like you're trying to work on a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not trying to work. You're just... Just, it's just so that people can call you, Justin, because you're busy being bored. Mm. That's- yeah, I, I, I think I,
0: you know, I hate to say it, I like my stripped down iPhone approach uh, because, you know, well, two things: the light phone isn't available in Canada, I checked, and secondly, um, <laughs> if I'm in the mountains, I don't think it's going ge- to uh, send a uh, satellite message to uh, get me help, which is surprisingly, as I'm getting out more and more away from civilization. Uh, civilization around here is a very narrow strip of cell service and is very, very easy to get out of that. It does not take long to get to the back and beyond here. So certainly as I'm sort of exploring and enjoying life outdoors, that is a huge selling point for Apple at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, Hmm. It, I suppose for me the the, cons, the concern that I have with you know having my phone with me is it's just so tempting to to get into everything else. So having my stripped down iPhone, it's so tempting to go. Well, you know, oh, I'm going to take photos and I'm going to just check this and oh, I could do that and I could, and it's it's like creep, isn't it? It's like <laughs> sort of creep as this thing gets into you. Uh, so as much as I try to use it. Um, I'm just looking now at my home screen just to sort of test myself. So what do I have on my home screen, I've got a day one widget in the top left, and then I've got a Kindle widget in the top right, because I'm reading the daily stoic, you know, where it has a sort of, a, mm-hmm. uh, a tiny little thought for the day type thing. Uh, then I've got a, um, a sleep widget, um, which is what's, which one's that auto sleep, I think. Uh, then I've got health noom, the, um, the calorie counting thing I'm using. HeartWatch, Watch, Auto Sleep, Happy Scale. So that's all of those really are about my health, which is my priority. So I'm pleased with that. Then I've got Readwise, um, which is kind of a feed, I suppose. But it's, it's a feed that I've generated. So it's, it's basically highlights from things that I'm reading. Uh, Calm, the meditation app. And then oh, the one bad one I've got there is The Economist Espresso, which oh. I have to say I don't use. So it probably doesn't need to be on my home screen. And then in my, uh, in my bar, uh, menu bar, whatever you call that at the bottom, I've got Tot, little note app. I've got the phone. I've got WhatsApp. And I've got text messages. Um, and they're all green, which pleases me. <laughs> no little red bubbles for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to get there with the iPhone, but there's still part of me. Probably the, um, uh, the attention demanding me that wants to have a phone that is pointedly not a phone, that people will recognize as a phone. Right. What's that? This is a telephone that only makes telephone calls. You can keep your digital nonsense. It, it quite appeals to the contrarian in me, I suppose. Mm,
0: I was actually just uh, looking at mine, and uh, I don't have anything to read on my home screen here. I've got some photo apps. I've got the weather, which uh, it's cold. It's February in Canada. (laughs) It's Canada. It's going to be cold. It's cold. That's pretty easy. Summer, it'll be hot. Um, You don't really need the weather, but I have it there. Uh, Calm, I actually just canceled my subscription to that because um, I wasn't getting... I've I've been also sort of looking at things that um, have uh you know what the value of each thing is as well and mm-hmm. uh that was one that i canceled i still haven't deleted the app uh, i've got lightroom i've got photos i've got the phone on there i do have music on there hmm. and then in my uh i've got to do which annoys the heck out of me for different things i i've actually got my settings for my phone hmm. on the main screen i've got my calendar i've got my contacts. i've got my clock I have a big widget that shows me the the batteries of all of my stuff nearby, my watch, my AirPods and things like that. But it's, it's quite minimalist Uh, in the quick link at the bottom. I've got messages. I've got drafts in case I want to record anything. And because it's me, I do have OmniFocus in there. And then I just have Overcast for my podcasts. but very, very minimal. There's, there's really nothing in there that creates anything for me to read that that will be a distraction so it's kind of nice i've i've kind of got there i think i've got the minimalist i've got i've got the most
1: expensive light phone (laughs) ever i was gonna say it's it's an iphone 14 with all the bells and whistles with nothing on it it's the iphone 14 pro max Uh, sorry I, i do apologize yeah my good lord i should go and beat myself with a stick
0: well, if, if one is going to do this, one needs to do it with the most expensive piece of technology one can get. Oh my God, Stuart. It's, it's a, it's a trend that I have. I buy expensive stuff.
1: <laughs> and then underuse it.
0: <laughs> I, and, and then take, yes, exactly. Take it out. Crazy. Hmm. I think we should have some boredom
1: now. Take a breath. Be present. Go look at nature. Get off the grid, which is my preference. Yeah, look, I think, you know, for me, one of the things that I sort of touched upon as being important to me is that I have to educate myself to say, okay, thinking is a task, just like any other task. It's important to think, particularly if you're trying to be creative or uh, if you're trying to prioritize. The only way I know to prioritize is to think and if you have to put it on your calendar as i'm considering doing do it mm. put thinking there put daydreaming there because daydreaming is a task there is a reason that your brain does it it's i mean it's not just a sort of sideline your brain is doing something why is it doing that what's it trying to tell you um breathing is a thing you know the mighty apple <laughs> has has an exercise on its phone. It has several, in fact, that says, breathe. Just focus on breathing for a minute, literally a minute. Um, all of those things I think are important because we've got to this, this situation, and I can throw away a million and one cliches, but they're all in the books that are in the show notes now. Um, there's just, everything is going at a million miles an hour. And we're not made for that. Evolution cannot keep up. Moore's law does not apply to evolution. So Justin and I have not managed to develop to such an extent that we can read the internet at the speed that it's being produced. We're all trying to do too much. And it's not natural, it's not normal, and it's why everybody gets really stressed and it's why everybody gets burnt out, Justin and I included. It's because everybody is just plugged in all the time. And Justin and I are actually spending effort to to unplug just a little bit. Not all the time. Both of us still have all of the the Apple tech and we both sit in front of screens more than we probably should. And we're both easily distracted. I mean, just put a pen in front of either of us. But it's... It's important to do this. It's important to find some time, some space in your life just to, to chill out a little bit, <laughs> to do nothing, to just think about who you are, what you're doing, what you want to be. Do all that stuff. Find a way to do it. And if, if putting it on your calendar makes it easy, then do that. All right. Before we bore our audience completely, Stu,
0: hmm, takeaways. Takeaways. Do you have any on the subject?
1: Well, it's it's related, I guess, to a certain extent. Um, the analog card, I, I write one thing on it now. Oh, wow. So I, I sit here and I say, okay, what am I going to do? And sure, I might, on a piece of scrap paper or in a notebook, think on paper, ran in circles for a little while, but it's because I want to come out with one thing that I'm going to do. Because that's the most important thing I need to do at that point. I'm going to focus on it exclusively. And when I've done it, I'm going to have a think about what I'm going to do next. Hmm. Or just wait for your wife to tell you. (laughs) Indeed. What about you? What's your takeaway?
0: Uh, My takeaway is just I encourage everybody to get comfortable with boredom. Because I think your best ideas are on the other side
1: of that. Simple. Simple. Pithy, almost. Pithy, indeed. Good work. Justin, this is the shortest episode in history. Wow. People are going to think that we're ill or something. Uh, perhaps. Or, or Stu's actually happy this week and doesn't have 10 minutes ranting at <laughs> Well, uh, listen, I mean, Mrs. Lennon will be getting an early supper, so it's going to go well for me. Mm. All right, Stu, before you go, where can people find you on the interwebs this week? Well, you can't really um i mean if you're interested in uh what i have to say then you can find me at stuartlennon.com where you can read all of my posts um except the ones about sean uh, which is the novel that i'm currently writing for that you have to be a member um it's hugely expensive no it's not really uh but you can sign up there at stuartlennon.com uh if you want to Reach out and shout at me, then uh, send me an email, hello at stuartlearn.com. What about you, Justin? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find
0: links to contact me through email, justintwifer.com. You can also find me on YouTube, plug, 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 uh, at beyond your front door. Uh, feel free to email both of us at stationaryadjacent at gmail.com. Um, we really do uh, appreciate any of your feedback. In fact, our next topic is coming from a listener suggested, uh, topic. Thank you, Judith. Um, which, well, Stu paraphrased it down as an Eisenhower matrix for money. We're going to talk about that next week
1: until then goodbye and stay productive. Yes. Us.